0: Give me some water. We'll need to have like a signal if someone's really on fire. No, no really. So t- let me explain to you today. Today's a different day. Uh, we call it Vision Sunday. And Vision Sunday is once a year where we uh, briefly talk about uh, the, the past, uh, kind of give you an update on what's going on, and then look into the future. Also, in Foursquare, uh, we are required as Foursquare churches once a year to almost to, like, hold a meeting, so we're, we're doing all of it. We're, we're doing all the legal stuff we need to do as well as vision and things like that um, because uh, I want you guys to be a part. I want you to be in the know, uh, and we, of course, you know, we need uh, your support in all the ministries and things that, that we want to do. So um, you will see our notes today is actually a financial overview how fun uh, unless you're like Paul Fritz or I'm trying to think of the other numbers people that really get into stuff like this stuff right here I, you know for me boring so Tracy I heard Tracy's name thrown around I didn't say math by the way I did not say math was boring I said M- money, numbers, that same thing just bores me, but math is good, Tracy. Math is good. Do your math. Math is not just numbers. So uh, here's it. we're going to just dive right in. Uh, we gotta, I have a lot to talk about. So again, like I said this is kind of a meeting, uh, but it, it is vision casting. Uh, you are going to hear the heart uh, of our church and the heart of the ministry. Uh, But first, for those of you who don't know the story, let me give you the brief story of our history. Uh, We were, uh, I was on staff at a church called the Warehouse Foursquare Church up in La Habra for seven years. And uh, about five years, or four and a half to five years into that seven years, um, we, uh, my wife and I were praying and we were talking, and we believed that God wanted us to plant a church. Now we didn't know what that looked like. We didn't know what it meant. Um, We didn't know how we were supposed to go about doing that. And thankfully, the the pastor there, Kurt Fuller, uh, also had the vision to plant churches. So him and I talked. Um, He said, "Hey, what city?" And I said, "Well, to be honest with you, I've been praying about it. I've been, uh, you know, I live in the city of Buena Park, and I really believe that God is telling me to plant a church in that city." And he's like, "Let's do it." So uh, Sheila and I went through uh, what they call an assessment, where they basically uh, let you know if they think that you're ready, if they think that you're capable, and, and if they think you can handle church planning, because it's very stressful. Uh, and um, it's like, I don't know, starting up a brand new business that doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Anything where you, it's a startup, there's a lot to it. Uh, so we went through that. Then we, I went through six months of training. Uh, to church plant. And then how we planted this church was very unique, but I loved it. Uh, I uh, really felt like it helped me to grow as a pastor. So we did what was called a campus church. So for uh, uh, two years, we were a part of, even though we planted two years ago uh, this month, two years ago in 2016, uh, we were still part of the warehouse church in La Habra. So we were just an extension of them uh, we did a lot of things together. We did women's, women's ministry together, men's ministry together, youth ministry together. And it really helped because I could just focus on Sunday mornings. I could just focus on putting the sermon together. I could kind of focus on, and it really helped me to kind of like ease into the pool. You know, I didn't just dive into the deep end not knowing how to swim. Uh, I was able to kind of ease into the pool, and I learned a lot. Uh, so uh, kind of going into those two years and really into the second year, um, I started to see really positive signs. I started to see growth in our church. I started to see a, um, a personality kind of come in our church. Uh, and, I, and I really started to see that, wow, there's something going on here. And um, Lord, is it time that we would uh, break off on our own? So I prayed about it this last summer. And I heard the Lord very, very clearly. I went and sought uh, counsel from uh, people that I really, really trust who also hear from the Lord and I really heard the Lord say, yes, this, this next season, 2018, uh, is the time for you guys to, to kind of venture out on your own and to become your own church and, and to really, really specifically, you know, uh, gear yourself for the ministry of Boyna Park. So I approached our pastor and um, from uh, September all the way to uh, uh, December 31st, um, he just said, hey, listen, this is what we're going to do. We're still going to pay you. Uh, don't worry about it. We're going to help you. Uh, but go ahead. You don't have to even come to the office up here anymore in La Habra. You just go ahead and make Buena Park happen. So from September all the way to December 31st, we, my wife and I and, and a lot of our leadership team, we did all the behind-the-scenes things that it takes uh, to establish ourselves as our own church. So as of January 1, we became a official four-square church. Yeah. Our, our legal title is Buena Park East Foursquare Church. Okay, every Foursquare Church has a legal title. Ours is Buena Park East Foursquare Church. Our slogan name, City Church. We are the City Church. Uh, and where that heart came from, the vision of calling it City Church uh, came from this scripture, Matthew 5:14. You are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. This isn't just about a physical city this is about us being the church. I didn't wanna just build a church, I wanted to become a church. I wanted to in- disciple people to be the church. I want to be the kind of church that our community knows that we are here. I wanna be the kind of church that when, when they see us, they know exactly who we are and they know exactly who we represent. And I wanna be a kind of church that goes into the community and serves the community, that we you know, go and we, we help the homeless. That we go there and we, we find what the needs are and we go and we meet those needs. That's ministry. And that's really, I believe, the design of being you know, the, the church and what Christ had intended when he said that he was the head of the church and that we were the body. That's the kind of church that I, that I want to be, that I want us to be. Uh, as of January, we are completely uh, separated from the warehouse. We are standing on our own two feet. Uh, we planted the church with 48 people, uh, we have uh, uh, roughly about 124 people now that call City Church their home. So in just two years, we went from 48 people <laughs> to about 124, and, and we just keep growing, and it's, and it's been amazing. Uh, and uh, so uh, let's go ahead and, and get down to a little bit of the uh, financial business. If you would, look at this sheet on your table. If you do not have one, raise your hand, and we can get you one. Uh, are there any ushers or... or Thank you, okay, uh, Chuck and Adrian, or Mo, go ahead, Mo, go ahead, you want to help them. Oh, we are out, we are out. So there are, well you guys, there's a couple tables that have extras, uh, if you would like one, raise your hand, we'll get you one. So this is the, this is the legal part, this is the part that all of four square churches have to do, we need to show you guys the money, we are very open about our budgets, our money, nothing's hidden. So this is the uh, 2017 financial overview. We are gonna look back at last year and we're gonna show you how we did. Now, let me tell you this, how we operated because last year we were an extension of the Warehouse Church. We were, we were looked at as just a ministry of theirs. So even though we did have our own budget, we, uh, I would, I'm gonna say we probably operated about 80% from the tithe of, uh, of the church the other 20% uh, financially was, was picked up by uh, the warehouse. And I'm talking about uh, printing things, um, websites that were hosted, all that, all that kind of back-end stuff. That was stuff they, they told us for the last two years, don't worry about it. Um, so you're not, that's not going to all be in there, but it is in 2018. Uh, but we're, well, when you're looking at these numbers, uh, understand that this was probably about 80% of operations, uh, but... Uh, that 80% was being covered for most of the year by the campus itself. So income, uh, tithes and offerings. This is how mu- uh, much tithe came in last year. This is just Buena Park, $92,825.19. Uh, given to the uh, vision uh, giving, uh, again, a lot of that was through warehouse stuff. So it was $291.90 giving t- uh, to uh, vision Uh, Building fund, again, the building fund had to do with um, the warehouse acquired a church building, and so there was um, giving to that. Uh, We didn't record any uh, building fund here at Buena Park. Uh, And then just uh, other uh, income, Uh, that is uh, payments received for events, camps, retreats, those are all things that usually wash out because it usually goes straight to uh, the the cost. So about uh, $20,000, $660.04, that's what came in just for that. Uh, expenses. These were our expenses last year. Operation and administration. This includes uh, leases, rent, medical insurance, church insurance, office expenses, supplies, maintenance, anything like that. Uh, We uh, paid uh, $45,082.80 in expenses. Uh, Compensation. Uh, This is staff. So this is primarily me. uh, $44,450.12. Ministries and events. Again, this is stuff that kind of gets washed out uh, but uh, the cost thirteen thousand seventy-two dollars and fifty cents. Again, building fund that had to do with warehouse. Uh, uh, we didn't do any building fundraising here, uh, and then uh, just giving. Inclu- uh, this does include uh, tithes to the Foursquare. This is how much we gave, not uh, you giving to the city church. But this is how much city church uh, or warehouse Buena Park gave to the denomination Foursquare. Uh, we gave eight thousand nine hundred thirty-four dollars. We're required to tithe. Uh, to the denomination, so total, one hundred and eleven thousand five hundred thirty. I'm sorry, yes, five hundred and thirty-nine dollars and forty-two cents. Total income, as you as you'll see, one hundred and thirteen thousand seven hundred and seventy-seven dollars and thirteen cents. So total expenses, um, one hundred and eleven thousand five hundred thirty-nine forty-two. Net income, which is good. You want to see net income. <laughs> $2,237.71. We ended in the black. So what is that what does that say and what does that all that mean? That means we were all good stewards of what God gave us. We're not in debt. Uh, And we ended with Warehouse. Again, like I said, Warehouse, there were things that they said, hey, listen, we got this stuff. You don't even worry about it. Uh, But all the extra expenses like the rent of the facilities and things like that, that we we took on ourselves, um, we are not in any debt with Warehouse. We're not in any debt with anybody else. Uh, We ended in the positive, and it was great. Warehouse even uh, gave us that cash, and they said, throw it in your your, uh, savings account. Uh, And so we started off 2018 well. So great job. Great job. Thank you. Thank you, all of you. So uh, I want to talk about two prophetic words that were given to our church, and I believe them. When they, the minute they were give, given to us, it, they, it resonated in my spirit, so I knew that these were accurate words. Um, uh, remember Chuck uh, talked about a couple weeks ago about uh, hearing from the Lord? And one of the ways that you know that you're hearing from the Lord is when somebody says something, not only does it align with Scripture... Uh, but it also resonates in something that you know and, and to believe. And so when uh, this person, I had several people had given the word. I just I knew it was almost like it was confirmation. It was almost like, yeah, I I I know that and I believe it. Uh, and let let me share those with you because these are for you, you too. Uh, we had a word given in 2016, the year we planted, the summer of that year, uh, that we would be a church that would bring healing to the brokenhearted. That was a word that was given for our church, that we would be a church that would bring healing to the brokenhearted. And can I tell you, I have seen so many people come here, and I have heard people tell their stories and say that and use those exact words that I'm, I feel broken. My, my heart is broken. And I have seen such love come from our church to surround people, to love on people, um, and, and, it, and just like what Chuck was saying, it doesn't matter where you came from. doesn't matter your background. It uh, doesn't matter your, you know, your color, your creed, your culture, um, that, listen, we're, we're the body of Christ, and we want to love on you. We want to do life with you, and we want to see you get whole. We want to see you get healed, and we're, we're willing to, to link arm and arm with you until we see that miracle, until we see that happen, and I've been seeing it. I've been seeing that exact thing has already been coming uh, to fruition, um, that, but that is kind of the, a, a prophecy over our church, and I've already seen it. I've already seen it it, you know, it manifesting. Uh, also, we had uh, several words in our first year uh, that there would be an outpouring of, of the Spirit uh, in two years' time. Uh, this summer would be about that two-year time. But uh, I, I went back to this person who kind of had given me this word about this outpouring. And I said, hey, can, can you explain a little bit more uh, what that means? And he kind of clarified with me. As he said, listen, I, I see a revival coming to your church. I see a revival coming to your church. But, but he goes, let me explain to you what kind of revival I'm talking about. Not the kind of revival where you see a, um, a, a stadium packed with people and everybody's worshiping and all that stuff. That's great. He goes, that's definitely a revival too. But he goes, I'm talking about a revival of the heart. I'm talking about a revival in people's personal lives that I don't know about you, but um, my family, we've gone through a lot of, of heartache. We've gone through a lot of strife. We've gone through a lot of, I mean, even, even my wife and I still, we still feel like there's things that we're still hoping and believing for that we still haven't, haven't seen, uh, provision, you know, uh, and, and things like that. You know, my wife and I, you guys know our story. We've experienced um, child loss. And we went through a whole season where we just, you know, we couldn't get pregnant, we couldn't have kids, and we were wondering, "What, well, Lord, what's going on?" And and but I, but the the what this gentleman said to me, and I, and the minute he said it, I believed it, that there is going to be a revival that is going to come into your life personally, and because of that revival in your life personally, it's going to overflow into the church setting, and we're going to see a revival in the church. You're going to see, and this is what he said. He goes, "You're going to see people's lives." Be blessed like never before. You're going to see provision like never before. You're going to see miracles in people's individual lives like never before. You're, you're just going to see things happening. All those things. I know every single one of you have this. You're all having something that you're believing for. You're all having something that you're saying, okay, God, I, you know, I want to see this. I want to hear this. I want, and, and God, I, what this gentleman was saying is you're going to start seeing that happening in people's individual lives. People going, listen, God did the most miraculous thing in my life. God did the most turnaround thing. I mean, I was go- going this way, and boy, he just completely turned the situation around. He completely, you know, whatever it is that we're gonna start seeing that spring up in the church, and it's gonna overflow onto each other, and it's just gonna catch like wildfire, and just as a, even as a collectively as the church, we're gonna see revival. And that's kind of how he explained it to me. So look towards this year with anticipation for that. Look towards this year with, with the, the hope in that, you know what, God, you're a big God. You're a big God and you can do big things. And that no matter how dark my situation may look right now, no matter how dire, no matter, I mean, your situation may look like, you know, Pastor Matthew, there's nowhere else for me to go. But isn't it just like God that when you're standing at the ocean in front of you, that God says, I'm gonna make a way. That's not even there. And I'm gonna part the sea for you. That's what God's going to do in your life. You're you're literally going to feel like there is nowhere else to go. I am literally at the cliff. I am literally at the ocean. I am literally where I cannot physically myself go any further, and God is going to make a miraculous way. That was the word um, that was given from uh, a friend uh, for our church, and that's for you. That's a word for you. Uh, let me give you some church planting updates. We officially, of uh, course, like I said, separated from the warehouse church as of January, uh, and um, we accomplished everything that we set out to do. So everything that we needed to do to to set ourselves up as our own church, we did it. We did it. We are, like I said, an official Foursquare church. Uh, we have our own five hundred one c three uh, we're recognized by the state. We're recognized by the, f- anyone who needs to recognize us for any reason, we've done all that paperwork. It's all, it's all happening. Um, and, and uh, I am happy, happy to announce that as of January 31st, on our own, we pay for all of our bills in January. We pay for all of our bills in January. We're not behind on anything. We, we, don't, we didn't do a, hey, can we pay you later type of thing. Everything's taken care of for. we we're, were able to go right into the month of February saying this is a new month. And um, so thank you. Thank you for giving. Thank you for supporting. Thank, thank you for partnering. Um, I'm already seeing the miracle of provision. I'm going to be honest with you. When we did this separation, I was scared to death. Um, and I thought to myself, what if we get out there and what if we go, oh my gosh, we can't do this? You know what? Isn't that fear of starting anything new? Isn't that fear of like, what if, what if this doesn't happen? What if this is a big failure? What if this, you know, what if we just, you know, crash land in our first month? And not only did we do, uh, uh, do it, uh, but we ended well. We ended even the month very, very well. So thank you, you guys. Uh, everybody can rejoice in that because as we're all in this um, together and, and I'm excited. But um, uh, even though we were able to pay all of our bills, even though we were able to keep the doors open here at, at Buena Park, we're still not yet to that place where we can really invest in ministry. And that's what I want to talk about. That's what I want to look forward to. Um, we're able to do what we're doing, uh, but we still don't necessarily have the finances to do all the things that we've been envisioning, and you're going to hear uh, me talk about. So what's new? What is new? Um, Uh, As Chuck was saying, we have a new website, and I'm going to be very honest with you, and I know some of you, you're like, I hate computers, I hate stuff like that, but really it has become our hub because right now we don't own an office space, uh, because we don't have a place where even all of us uh, leadership really get together and weekly kind of talk, that website Uh, and another, uh, and Planning Center, you'll hear us talk a lot about Planning Center, which is our database and all that stuff, has become kind of these central hubs of ours. It is a great way for you to communicate with me and for me to communicate with you. Um, So please know that uh, go to the website, citychurchbp.com. We have put a lot of things on there for you. Uh, Forms, uh, if you're looking for it, how to get involved, if you need prayer, uh, everything from baptisms to child dedication. Uh, all of our uh, events are on there. We have a calendar on there. Uh, if you want to sign up for uh, an event and pay for an event, you can do that all through our website. All of it through our website. Uh, we, uh, uh, Jacob Ostel and some of the other leaders helped put that together, and he, they did an amazing job. It looks great. Um, and so please, please utilize that. Of course, um, a great way to kind of keep track of us is Facebook and Instagram and, and things like that. Say, it, say that again. Oh, uh, so another thing that we have started is newsletters, okay? So once a week, uh, if we have your email address, uh, you should be receiving uh, already even an email newsletter. And if you're like, hey, I haven't been getting it, will you please check your junk mail? Because it may have gone to that because it is a mass mailing system. We use MailChimp. So it is kind of one of those mass mailing systems. And what it could be, uh, we have found even it went to my wife's junk mail. Check your junk mail. Look for City Church in the junk mail. It'll come every week. So if, if you still don't see it, uh, check it. Check your junk mail. But the minute you go into junk mail and you select on it and say, this isn't junk, uh, it will never go to your junk mail again. Your, your email will then uh, forever read uh, that you will receive mail from City Church. Uh, and uh, if we don't have your information, I would love to get your information. I'll explain how we can get information today if you'd love to be on our, on our weekly newsletters. And again, just more, uh, another way to uh, communicate with you. Uh, and then, of course, online giving. We this is so slick. I never ever thought this you know a day like this would even happen, but you can even text to give. And our text to give number is on here. It sounds crazy, I know. Eight, four, three, two one is the number you can text to give. Uh, the very, very first time though, you have to set up. There is a setup process before you do that. But once you are set up to do that, its, it's literally happens in seconds uh, after that. Uh, we do have uh, the good old-fashioned tithe envelope, and as you can see, we have city church tithe envelopes. We will always have these out. We will always have these on the table and in the back, so if uh, you're a person who operates through cash and check, um, uh, of course, you can still uh, use this uh, as, as well. So let me, let's start talking about uh, what's happening and, and where we're going. So, of course, uh, by partnering with us, with City Church uh, financially, of course, all the money, just so you know, goes straight to the City Church. We're no longer, again, is it going to anywhere uh, else or, or to any other church. Um, in addition to, to Sunday morning uh, and discipleship, though, uh, we want to be a church that reaches outward. Uh, a few weeks back, I had you fill out our um, connection cards, and I said, What are some ministries that you want to see? What are some ministries that you are not doing? The number one ministry that was uh, written was that you guys want to see a homeless ministry, that you guys want to see a ministry to the homeless. This year, we're going to do it. This year, we are going to start a homeless ministry. So um, uh, uh, right now, we're still kind of in a visionary stage. I still am praying for some people to lead the ministry. I don't want to lead it. I'm already busy. Okay, I want to help you, I want to come alongside of you, Uh, but it'd be really, really helpful if there were some people that are passionate about this, uh, that this just gets you fired up. What's the word we're using? I'm on fire? That you would literally say, you know, I'm on fire? Uh, But I really want someone that, man, you got a gifting, you got a passion, you got a heart for this. Uh, So this is something, will you please communicate with me that you would like to be a part uh, of this and you'd even like to help lead this Um, and we can talk more? Uh, but uh, we've already got some ideas. I've already talked with two. I don't know if you guys know this, but um, I hope it's okay that I'm saying this, Chris. But Chris is starting his own business. Is that all right that I say? <laughs> I, it's, already out there now. it's all right. I'm sorry, Chris. I'll, I'll take you out, and I'll apologize later. Chris, it's a. hey, listen, this just, let's keep it in the family here, uh, Chris is starting his own business. He's making uh, beef jerky, which if anybody had Chris's beef jerky, it's amazing. So I've already been talking uh, to Chris about um, uh, g- getting his beef jerky. Um, the the uh, gentleman that, is, uh, print, that printed our T-shirts also said that he'd like to help us uh, um, print some sweaters. Uh, and we're, we want to start collecting things like this to give to the homeless. So we want to give the beef jerky out. We want to give sweaters that say the city loves you. So it would say the, and then the city, which is our city uh, cursive, and loves you. Uh, and we're going to hand out sweaters. We'll do things like socks. We'll do things. I know we'll just, We're going to put a whole care package together, and then we'll talk about, okay, how are we going to go deliver all this stuff uh, to these uh, people who need it? And how can we minister to them? How can we hang out with them? How can we bless them? Uh, again, we're still in the development stages. Uh, but those are already two groups, and uh, we'll, look, you know, we'll look to more groups that help homeless. I know one called, this is going to sound funny, but it's a real ministry called Sock the Homeless, and it's literal socks. They don't punch them, uh, but called Sock the Homeless, that where we can get socks together and all that kind of stuff. So we're in the process. We're in the dreaming, planning stages. Uh, I really need some people that would help me lead it, though, because uh, it really is uh, you know, tiring if, if you're trying to lead every ministry at your church all by yourself. So, homeless. Uh, the other thing is, uh, of course, uh, orphans uh, or uh, single parent kids or things like that. I've already been talking with Helen. Uh, uh, we we want to get involved with um, uh, Angel Tree, uh, as well as we also support, uh, which is locally up here, um, uh, hope, uh, Giving Children Hope. Thank you. Giving Children Hope. Uh, so, uh, we're big about kids, uh, and uh, we want to also help. Uh, and then, of course, Widows, single moms, uh, and and uh, single uh, dads—you know, people who are are, you know trying to raise families on their Um, own—these are also ministries that I want to see come up, where we're taking care of each other. Um, By the way, all three of those things I just mentioned are biblical. Uh, They're all throughout the Old and the New Testament. That—that's what the church; those are the people that the church should be taking care of the most. So uh, let's just start there. It's a great place to start because it's where God told us to start. Uh, uh, vision that I have, it's not happened yet, um, and it's still something I'm believing for. I really, really want to be a multicultural church. I get it. I'm Caucasian, you know. I'm Italian, but, you know, there's not a lot of Italians in Southern California except me and Sal and there's a couple- Chris and... But, but I don't want to be, yeah, and, yeah, and, but I don't want to just be a white church. I really don't want to just be a white Caucasian church. And I know it's, it's natural for my wife's, like, blushing over here. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, grew up, I grew up in Southern California. Southern California is multicultural. I, I grew up in schools where it was very multicultural. I didn't grow up in any school where it was all one, you know, particular race. And, and to be honest with you, that's the kingdom of God. That's the kingdom of God is multicultural. And so I, I not only do I want to be a multi-generational church, I want to be a multicultural church. So I just want to throw that, throw that out there, too, that you would also be very open uh, to that. I don't know what that looks like yet. Uh, so if, if you are from a certain culture that you don't really see represented here, please reach out to me and tell me how could we partner and how could we see more. Uh, I would love to see different um, nationalities and, um, and different uh, languages represented up on worship and praying and and things like that. So anyways, that's just me. I keep keep praying about that with me. Uh, So let me explain to you about the cafeteria. Uh, Some of you only know the cafeteria, uh, but we were in the theater for uh, almost the two years, uh, uh, these last two years, and it was great. You know, the theater was awesome. Uh, And we moved in the cafeteria. I was a little nervous how that would affect the church, but actually it's had a really good positive effect um, you guys are all sitting at tables having to stare at each other's faces. Uh, before, you guys were all staring at my face. Um, so I'm glad that, you know, there's more faces to stare out to get to know of. I have seen way more talking, hanging out, and getting to know each other in these last couple months uh, than I think ever at, um, in the theater. So this is awesome. So to be honest with you, uh, I keep in contact with the, with the city and with the district. Um, this thing is, is not happening rapidly, Okay. <laughs> right so count on that we'll, for the most of 2018 we're going to be in here so let's just make it cozy yeah yeah so let's just make it cozy uh let's just you know do everything you can to make it feel homey and to invite people and and even give us if you have suggestions uh can I just say uh, thank you to uh, Melissa Reese. All those little things on your table is for Melissa. Yeah. Melissa, wave your hand. I love it. I broke one of her things last week. I was worshiping, and I threw my hand across the table, and glass literally like, went flying. And Melissa, I'm so sorry. Uh, but M- Melissa um, takes a lot of pride and works very hard, uh, even on her own time, sometimes even on her own time, uh, and making all this stuff on the tables uh, look nice so that, it, like I said, it feels a little warmer here. Uh, we don't really put too much in uh, set, you know, design. Uh, we do more of, of the stuff on the tables. Uh, by the way, if you'd like to be part of the decor team, uh, Melissa is always looking for help. Uh, and she's always looking for people to come and help her with that. So uh, thank you, uh, Melissa. Um, so uh, so needs, uh, people are always asking, hey, Pastor Matthew, you know, p- please always let us know the needs. Uh, so one, we can write them down and believe and pray and, and if we ever hear anything. So okay, here's one of them. If you'd like to write down a need, we would really, really like to get a, um, a TV, a flat screen TV so that we can go back to PowerPoint. We haven't been doing PowerPoint. Nobody's really complained about it uh, too much. Uh, but uh, it's um, it's a lot of work, and it's costing us a lot more to do all this printing stuff on tables uh, where if we can go back to PowerPoint uh, and uh, worship on you know a screen, uh, that would just help. Um, so again, this isn't like um, we've been making do without it, but we would like to show videos and things like that. Um, I would like to you know help do some sermon illustrations through video and and, and things like that. I, I just, I'm an actor, so you know, we'd even love to make, put some skits and videos together for you. So if it's something you can pray about or even keep your eyes and ears open for a TV. So here's the thing. not It's got to be big, and we also need to uh, store it in something where it will keep it safe. So those are the two things. So we're looking for not only the TV, but we're also looking, they have those things where you can literally slide it into this giant case, and then we can wheel it off and, and you know, go store it somewhere. So, again, just mark that down as something to keep your eyes and ears open for us. Um, uh, and then, of course, we, you know, raise some money for. Uh, signage. You may have noticed that uh, we're a little schizophrenic right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're, you're walking up and you're like, oh, it's the warehouse church. They go, oh, no, it's the city church. Oh, no, well, who are these people? <laughs> uh, we are the city church. We are city church. Thank you, Karen. We are a city church. Uh, we were formerly the warehouse church, um, but because it is a big cost to get all of the signage turned over, uh, but let me tell you the good news about the signage. The gentleman who prints all of our signage and who did all of this signage, he came to me and he said, all right, Matthew, this is what I'll do for you. We're going to reprint all your signage and we're, we're, we're just, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. You can figure out, hold on, hold on. You can figure out though, like you can just, you can pay me in installments, you can pay, in other words, you don't, I don't have to come up with the entire amount that it would cost. He goes, we'll figure that part out. Don't worry about it. But by the end of this month, we will have all City Church signage. So... In saying that, will you guys also help anybody who looks new, who looks like they may be wandering? Um, because of everything that's going on, construction, parking lot, it is a little bit uh, awkward and intimidating to walk back here. Uh, so if you can also just be helpful in always directing people, um, always helping people, especially if they look like they're looking you know, for something. By the way, there are people who use uh, the campus for other things, soccer, uh, basketball. Uh, there's tournaments that happen here, which we love. We love people walking by and say, oh, there's a church there. So, invite them in. Say, come on, come on in. Uh, so, uh, next gen updates. If you don't know what the word next gen means, next gen is a reference to our, um, basically, our babies all the way through our uh, kind of young adult stage, college age, uh, you know, 20 somethings. Uh, so, let me tell you all the, the things that are going on with next gen and all the new things that are going on with next gen. First of all, I know she's not in here. Um, But if she was, I'd have her stand up. Um, Andy Ruth has worked so hard these last two years on building an amazing, amazing children's ministry. So could I ask you a favor? Will you give her a big hug and say thank you to her? I have been a children's pastor before, and it's kind of a thankless job sometimes. Um, and, And what I mean by I don't mean that you don't appreciate what she does. But because she doesn't get to be in here and isn't seen, and she's off over there, and kids don't know all the time to you know, uh, you know, say nice things uh, to their teacher. Could you just, this would make her day if just you walked up to her and said, Andy, you're doing an amazing job. Thank you for taking care of our kids. Thank you. She, by the way, we don't pay Andy anything, and she puts together curriculum uh, weekly. She's out there purchasing and, and putting all the stuff together. Um and she's here every Sunday uh help setting up all that stuff. Um so just love on her, uh, because she'd she'd so love it. Um saying saying that, um uh, we still need help in children's ministry. Uh if you're not in a ministry, uh, or if you think you may be able to uh, uh at least give us once a month, um uh, could you make note uh somewhere or or let Andy know that you'd love to help in the children's ministry? Uh she'd love it. Uh, so this is going to be a crazy number. We have over 30 kids from uh, sixth grade all the way to babies. 30 kids, okay? But let me tell you, we're only a church of about 120, okay? That's a huge percentage of the church that's all kids. I, I love it. I love that. I'm a, like I said, I'm a former children's pastor. So that is the sign of real health in a church when there is a lot of kids. But here's the thing, we've got a lot of kids, all right? <laughs> And we've got a very small team uh, that's helping out with the kids. So if, if, like I said, if you could even, by the way, m- men, I want to see men in the nursery. I want to see a big, burly, like Jaime, holding a baby in there, just rocking a baby, man. Can I tell you, there's nothing better than having uh, men of God uh, ministering to our kids. It's, it's the best. Um, I didn't mean to put you on the spot, Jaime. Yeah. yeah. I, I got to say, I'm taking Chris and Jaime out to lunch. <laughs> you probably won't be just the two of you too. I'm, I'm not finished yet. <laughs> okay, so uh, that was uh, children's ministry. Uh, youth ministry, if you guys uh, didn't know, we were doing uh, youth ministry uh, with the Warehouse Church officially as of January. We are doing our own youth ministry here at City Church. <laughs> The youth ministry is called Illuminate, Illuminate. Uh, uh, also going on the same kind of theme as uh, the city church, you are the light of the world, you know, all that stuff. Uh, Chris and Anna Fondacaro are our youth pastors. Way. Yeah. If you have junior hires through high school, um, even sixth, we used to do sixth grade, right? Sixth grade uh, through um, high school, um, please uh, feel free to grab Chris and Anna and have conversations and ask more about their youth group. Uh, right now, they meet at um, their home in Whittier, um, and their address is on uh, the paper on your table. Uh, and again, we try to post on the websites and Facebooks and Instagrams and stuff like that. Do you guys have a youth Instagram yet? No. Okay, no, no, we'll get there. I, I, I got okay, Anna, you're coming along too with this. Uh, this yeah, Anna's coming to lunch too now. Just sorry. This is like a big lunch, man. This is gonna be a big lunch. Yeah. Uh, the other, But uh, Chris and Anna have an amazing vision for youth ministry. Um, not only do they want to do events like camps uh, and, you know, go out and having fun with the youth, but they, uh, Chris and Anna both have a heart for outreach, and they actually want to take the youth on outreach programs. They've already talked with me, and they've already said they want to go, you know, all the things they want to do. So listen, your kids getting involved in youth ministry, they're not just going to get fed, but they're going to go serve, too. They're going to go learn Uh, about that as well. So, um, uh, Illuminate Youth Ministry is official and is happening, and I'm super, super excited about it. So, yeah. Uh, We also are uh, launching, and I say launching because it's kind of still in the works, but we are launching a young adults ministry so, if you are, um, we said, kind of eighteen, really, grad, you know, a graduate, graduating high school, so eighteen to uh, twenty-nine. If you fit in that range, uh, Jacob and Adrian, Jacob and Adrian, we just wave your hands back there. Jacob and Adrian are our new young adults, pastors. Uh, nothing formal right now. There's no weekly meetings, but so just keep an eye out. They, Starting next week, second and fourth, Thursday nights, second and fourth, Thursday nights. Uh, young adults uh, will be gathering, and we'll get you way more uh, information about that. Again, website. we'll put it all out there uh, for you. So if you're interested in that, if you fall into that, or if you know somebody uh, that's not here and they fall into that, please let them know about it. Uh, we will have all that information, not only on our website, but in our weekly newsletter. So that's next-gen. Super, super excited because I'm very passionate about the next generation, and I'm glad that we've got a lot of uh, programs for them. Uh, men's ministry. So men, we've got a great year packed for you. We've got some good stuff. Uh, I would if you don't know them already, I'd like to introduce to you. Greg Charman, Greg, rave your hand over there. Are you yeah. Men's pastor) So not only do we have the breakfast coming up uh, this month on the 24th, but we are in the process of launching some uh, men's Bible studies, okay? So those are also still kind of in development, but um, uh, I believe Mo is for sure going to be uh, lead in one. Uh, Greg, Greg leads one uh, up in the Whittier area, and uh, right now we're in communication for maybe like one more. Uh, so, so, but, uh, so be looking out for all that, uh, and those will all be in different places. And those will be all on different evenings and things like that. So it's not like it's a set thing. Uh, so, um, if men, if you're interested, uh, you know, please uh, keep your eyes and ears open. Uh, we're going to start doing more uh, community stuff. Uh, but come to Men's Breakfast on the 24th, men. Five bucks. That's it. Five dollars. Five dollars. $5. $5. Um, we... Uh, and I, I guess I'm just going to say now, Greg, I'm taking you out to lunch too because I, I might be saying something that may. Uh, I'm not, not that this is official, but Greg and I, for man camp this year, we are planning, this is the hope, we're uh, already kind of in the works. It's not official yet, but we're going river rafting. River rafting. So men. So uh, September, October, uh, Sal, you're coming with us coming with us sal hey you've seen those pirate ships with the the person on the you know we're just going to strap you to the front we'll strap you to the front all right buying salad lunch come on the lunch sal uh it's going to be a fun year guys for men's ministry uh I want you to know my heart, uh, guys. And um, I really want to get to know you better. And I really want to build more relationship. Guys, we're terrible at saying I need help. We're terrible at kind of waving our hands and saying you know, I need relationship. So uh, we're going to try to be more intentional of offering more opportunities, though, for you to come and be relational with us. So uh, be looking out for all that stuff. We're almost done we're on the down, downhill stretch here. Uh, outreach, uh, again, uh, things that we get involved in throughout the year uh, Giving Children Hope and the Children's Gospel Box. Those are two um, ministries that we support. So, Giving Children Hope, we do uh, food. Uh, Sheila did the backpacks. Um, we did like the backpacks where we put food in backpacks uh, and, and gave them to kids that need it. Uh, we also support the Children's Gospel Box program. The Children's Gospel Box is a missions uh, program where we send free um, curriculum. Uh, Bibles, uh, free puppets, free anything that a children's ministry would need on the mission field, uh, we support that ministry, and they, they, they do all the sending. So uh, we just help, and we usually do that about once a year, do a little fundraiser for that. Uh, like I said, homeless ministry, I really, really, you guys are going to see it. It's going to happen this year. We're going to get involved. Um, we're going to do homeless ministry. Uh, Easter outreach, I would like to actually have a booth this year at the uh, extravaganza. Last year, uh, if you remember, we went to the extravaganza, and we helped put the, the candy out on the field for them. Um, but I would love uh, to have like, some type of booth there. So this year, I'm going to reach out to them and say, is there something that we can do? Uh, we did do this um, for Halloween, and we're going to do it again. It was awesome. We had a lot of fun. But we did a face painting booth uh, for the city of Buena Park at the City Hall for Halloween. It was awesome. Raise your hand if you were there. Raise your hand if you came. OK, such a great time. Uh, uh, what were the numbers? 3,000 families, people, not 3,000 families, but 3,000 moms, dads, kids came through this event. And, and I felt like all 3,000 sat at our booth. So, okay, what better way to have a conversation with somebody if they're sitting in your paint in their face? So, um, but I would like to do something like that for also for the Easter extravaganza. I would love to go to the city and do something for them. Uh, it's, they put on a great thing over at uh, uh, Boy Rink Park, uh, almost by the mall. Um, okay, so here, here we're, uh, we're finishing up here. I'm sorry, Becca. We're finishing up here. Wow. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I'm in the negative. <laughs> Becca, at lunch. Sorry. <laughs> um, so listen, we, we want you guys, I, I want you to know that I, I would love for each and every single one of you to be a part of City Church and be a part of the ministries that are happening here. It's an open invitation if you're, if you're already not a part, um, how, ways that you can partner with us, Obviously, the number one is prayer. Please be praying for our church. The enemy will want to do everything he can to disrupt what we're doing. And I've seen it. I've seen the enemy try to come in and beat us up uh, and break us and tear us apart. Um, Let's not allow that to happen. Let's be uh, daily in prayer for the ministry, for each other, be praying for each other. Um, Also, uh, you know, giving. um, uh, If you do call this your church, uh, we would ask um, cause it really, it, it's, it is necessary. I don't like to talk about it too much, but it is necessary. We do need kind of your monthly support. Um, you, you talk to God and you ask God, um, the Bible does, you know, talk about that. There is what's called a tithe. Um, and it's really, it is an act of worship. Uh, I, as much as I don't like to talk about money, I also want to educate you though, on what God tells us to do. Um, and that is is, is that we, w- what we're saying is, Lord, I trust you with my provision. So when you've blessed me, I'm going to take the top, the, the cream of that, the you know, 10% of that, and I'm going to, basically, I'm going to give it back to you. I'm saying you're just going to keep replenishing me, and you're going to bless me, and you're going to, so that's the whole concept. That's the whole uh, understanding of that. And then also, uh, we really need you to be physically involved. Um, uh, again, there's so many ministries that still need help. Children's ministry is one of the biggest ones that still needs Volunteers It still needs help. Uh, but there's other ministries as well, um, and as well as some of these exterior ministries that we're talking about. Um, we really need the church to come together and to come out in force, um, because I, I can't do it alone, nor do I want to do it alone. I want to do it with you all. So those are the three different ways, pray, give, and serve. Um, so, okay, so we're wrapping up, but I'm, let me tell you what's happening today. Everyone who's here today gets a City Church T-shirt, okay? They were uh, given to us by a, uh, a friend of mine. He printed us a bunch of shirts. Um, so everybody who's here today gets a, a city church. We are asking. There's no cost. There's no cost. But here's what we are asking. Um, we, if you would like to donate something towards the T-shirt, we are doing a T-shirt donation fund. All the money that would be given to that fund is, is going to go towards... Um, uh, sponsorships. And what sponsorships are is when we do camps and retreats, uh, there's some people that can't afford to go. But, and those are the people that really, really we want to go to some of these camps and retreats and things like that. So we are starting a uh, campership uh, uh, pro, uh, finance you know, uh, fund. Thank you, Karen. Um, come on to lunch too. Come on. <laughs> uh, we're starting a fund. And uh, so t- today, just for the t-shirts, uh, so the reason why we only wanted to make a donation, because if you've got a big family or, or if you just don't have, you know, money right now, we still want to bless you with a shirt. So please take a shirt. Please don't feel, you know, bad. And how we're going to do this is we're going to do it just uh, completely anonymous. And so no one's necessarily going to take uh, your money in the back. Or if, if you want to see Sheila, though, she can help you. But so here's what you can do. Uh, you can either do the envelope and on the envelope, say T-shirt fund. T-shirt fund, okay? And we'll know exactly what to do with that. You can go online, and you can go into our giving. We have created a tab. So there'll be two tabs. Once you, say, once you click the giving and it takes you to the secure page, there will be, you can either do our general tithe or T-shirt fund. Uh, also, you can do the text to give number, and on the text to give, again, T-shirt fund, okay? So you can do it one of those three ways. Again, please do not feel obligated. We just did want to do a little bit of fundraising for these things, but everybody gets a shirt. So let me tell you, though, how this is going to go. Would you be very nice to Jacob and Adrian over at the table? Uh, We have men's cuts, we have women's cuts, and we have kids' sizes. All right? Sheila's already looked at the women's cuts, and to be honest with you, they run super small. Okay. So we did get extra men's cut t-shirts. So if women, if you're looking at the women's cut and you're just like, nah, I'm not feeling it, please uh, tell Jacob and Adrian I would like a men's cut shirt. Uh, We did get extra shirts. So if we do run out of a particular size, don't sweat it. Uh, Tell Jacob and Adrian they're going to make note. And um, uh, I am going to go back to Sam and we're going to get every single one of you a shirt. Here's the other thing. You may take a shirt, if somebody does call City Church their home, you can grab a shirt for them, okay? But please, because we don't have enough, please don't grab shirts for just anybody. Uh, I I don't have enough yet uh, to give to your your friends and your family and your neighbors. Uh, This is just a gift for City Church, um, uh, just a gift for you guys. Uh, we will be doing this again, so if somebody w- does want a shirt uh, uh, that doesn't go here, we will be doing this again in a few months, and we'll, we'll just—they'll just be a straight sale. Uh, we'll, we'll figure out, you know, a price, ten bucks a shirt or something like that. Uh, we're going to do hats. We'll do city church hats. We'll do sweaters. We'll do the—we'll do the whole bit. Uh, but today, the shirt is simply just a gift to you guys um, from uh, uh, this uh, company called uh, Anchored Prints. We are going to attempt something today. I need everybody's attention. You're out. Lunch, you're out. Out. You're back in. You're back in. You're back in. Um, we, are, we would like to take a photo today, because we would like to put it on our website, OK? So here's, here's what we're asking you to do, a couple things. Go get your t-shirt. Go get your kids, okay? Go get your T-shirt and go get your kids. Meet us out. Uh, Kristen, Kristen, wave your hand. Kristen is going to be outside in the center court area of the school, okay? It's actually near the quad. That's actually called the quad out there, the senior quad. Um, We're going to meet over there, and Kristen will start pointing for you where to stand. We are going to attempt to take a photograph together. Okay? So don't do any cleanup yet. Don't do any tear down. Just go get your shirt. Go get your kids. Um, You can wear whatever you want. If you want to throw your city church T-shirt on or if you want to wear your jersey, it doesn't matter what you wear. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. But we want to do this as quickly as possible because we're already running out of time of when we kind of have to be off campus. So I'd like to do this quickly, swiftly. Um, And I thought I was going to go shorter, and I didn't. So... uh, I'm, I'm uh, oh, really quick, before you leave, we don't need this today, but we do want, if you would please take these home, these are called database updates, will you please take this home, bring it back. Uh, we are going to do a raffle for everyone who uh, brings this back. We'll have a raffle at the end of the month. If you don't have one, there's more at the table. We only need one per family, one per family. You are dismissed, go.